0: Appreciate that so much. We always need to to recognize the fear and love of God. Um, I just want to start off by saying I know it's a little bit warm in here this morning. Um, guess what? It's not as warm as outside. <laughs> um, but uh, I just want to say that if you if you um, if you would like uh, a, a bottle of water. We do have bottles of water around back, and if you could just put your hand up, and we'll have someone hand you one, um, just so that everybody's not, you know, running back there to grab one. Um, But um, but yeah, we do have some bottles of water there if if somebody would like one. So because we have about two hours to go. (laughs) (laughs) Just just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No one get up and walk. Um, but yeah, so um, very excited to, to, about this series that we've been doing and um, but I do want to touch on um, our next series is coming up um, that I'm really excited about, um, Next Door, The Art of Neighboring. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be, we'll be um, um, starting this uh, four-week series next week. And uh, it's been it's been a long time coming, right? Um, though with some revision, uh, the next um, the next few series that we're going to do is not a part of the webinar set of series that we have been doing with some of the other churches. Um, the next few series that we're doing these are just my series that put together. Um, and uh, that I think are uh, particularly needed here in our church, um, and so uh, we're going to go ahead and do these here coming up. So excited about this one uh, because we were going to, like I said in our midweeks, we were going to do the art of neighboring book, which was which is which would have been extended to about eight to twelve weeks, but this one is condensed. It's revised a little bit. Um, it doesn't have anything really to do with the book. And so this one is going to be about four weeks. So really excited about that. Um, but today what we're going to be doing is we're wrapping up our um, our series from the Go With God um, Bible Study series. Um, with week four. Kingdom Life. And so we are going to talk about the church. Sure will. We... Um, we we talked a few weeks ago about what it takes for someone to become a Christian, right? Um, and uh, it's more it's more than Bible study series. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> ago about what it takes uh, for someone to become a Christian and it's more than just a Bible, Bible study series, right? Although, you know, I hope you find these resources helpful. Uh, for someone to truly be converted to Jesus Christ, they need to understand the gospel and respond to it. They need to fall in love with God They need to fall in love with God's church. And I've seen it so many times when one of those things is missing in someone's life. They end up like the seed in the parable of the sower. That is sown with shallow roots or on the hard path. There is no growth. And they don't stick around for a very long time. You've probably seen it as well. Right? And so we should think pretty strategically when, when we're studying the Bible and keep these things in mind. You know, it's one thing to, to help someone become a Christian, but we also want to help. Help get people set up for success and stay safe until the end. Amen. Even God knew this would be the fight of our lives the fight to stay faithful. It is a fight. It's challenging. It's challenging to stay faithful. It's not this easy walk in this easy path. It's a challenge to stay faithful. So He gave us three things to help us stay faithful forever. He gave us the Holy Spirit. He gave us the Word of God. And He gave us the church. He gave us each other. And so we're going to talk about that this morning. So let's go to God in prayer. Amen. Heavenly Father, we come to you in prayer. Just are so grateful for your word. We're grateful for the Holy Spirit. And we're grateful for your church, God. God, I pray that this message will not be opinion, Father. But it will be your message to us this morning. Open our hearts wide this morning, Father. Let us put off the distractions of of the heat father let us put off the distractions of anything else and open our hearts wide to you this morning through your son's name we pray amen, amen. amen. and so last week I asked this question through throughout the entire message I said do you know the gospel know. right and we asked that question throughout the message last week and today one of the questions is probably the main question is what is the church you know, it's safest to always think of God's church as the people. It's not, this, it's not thinking of God's church as the building, but we're thinking of God's church as the people. Amen. And I want to just make a quick note here. That as you look at the Go With God series, and as you look at, quite frankly, a lot of material, you'll see the kingdom of God and you'll see the church kind of interchangeable They talk about, you know, you know, interchangeably, but they're not the same thing, alright, I just want to make that very clear, right, and and the Bible study series does not does not intend to say that they are the same thing, alright, but they do, we do kind of use the word interchangeably um, pretty often, and so when the kingdom of God does manifest itself in God's church, alright the kingdom of God manifests itself in God's church so so sometimes again we'll see them used interchangeably even in this message I'll kind of use them interchangeably. okay I'll say the kingdom of God I'll say the church but the kingdom of God is different than God's church the church is the body of people Amen. the kingdom of God is 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 spirit led by the Lord by by king jesus right with power right that is manifested through the church and his people so they're very they're 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 quite different right and so um i brought these two books up here um this one is a little bit more involved it's called the kingdom that turned the world upside down by david brookoff right And I would suggest, that if you want to learn a little bit more about what the kingdom of God is, that you read this book. This one, like I said, is a little bit more involved. But but also, another fantastic read is The Marvelous Kingdom of God, The Future Breaks Into the Here and Now by Tom Jones and, and Steve Brown. Steve Brown is Matt Brown's dad, this is, and Matt Brown, many of you know him, the the evangelist at Nashville Church, this is also a fantastic book about the Kingdom of God, okay, and so, and and it tells what the Kingdom of God is, as opposed to what the Church is, alright, so I definitely suggest uh, doing some reading on that if that's confusing to you because I know that sometimes we will look at them as the same thing. All right? um, so, therefore, we can say it's the part of God's kingdom that lives on earth. Amen? There you go. It's the part of God's kingdom that lives on earth. Amen. And so there are many metaphors that that can be used in the Bible, or that is used in the Bible to describe the Church. Right? One of those is the Body. In Colossians 1.18 it says, And He is the head of the Body, the Church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead. So that in everything He might have the supremacy. Alright? So one metaphor is the Body. The other metaphor is the home. Ephesians 2.19 says, Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people, and also members of His what? Household. Mm -hmm. Another metaphor, the temple. So we have, first we have a body, home, and now we have a temple, Ephesians 2.20-21 as built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone in him the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord okay one more metaphor the bride Ephesians five, twenty-five through 27 it says, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word, and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. The study in the booklet is very thorough, and and it needs to be. You know, we live in a world where church attendance and and, 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 and people's perceived need for church is plummeting. Their perceived need to go to church is plummeting. And their perceived need of church is plummeting. So many of us, even in here, find that we have less and less need for God's church. So we need to study out the church and its importance. After all, we are baptized into the church. So studying the church is literally letting people know what they are getting into. Mm -hmm. And it is a reminder for us about what you have already gotten into. Right? Right. So that's why I said these study series, guess what? Sometimes it's not just for the people you're studying, it's for you too. To remind you about what you got into. I think many times we need a refresher. Mm-hmm. We need to be rejuvenated. Yeah. Right? I love, I love what Brian and Tiffany did. In, in renewing their vows. We need to rejuvenate ourselves sometimes. Like, whoa, hey, what's going on in this marriage here? <laughs> we need to be like, whoa, we need, to, we need to do something about that. And like, hey, light a fire again. What? And we need to remind ourselves about where we are at and what we got ourselves into. Church is alive. Right? The body, the home, temple, all these things, they're alive. A body is alive, it's an organism. It's not an organization, it's an organism. A physical home. A physical home doesn't matter. If it's family, it's the family inside that matters. Mm -hmm. That's right. You can build a house all you want, Hmm. but it really doesn't matter unless there's a family inside. Mm -hmm. It can look nice, it can look pretty, Build this mansion of a thing, but unless there's a family inside, eh, whatever. Right? We went to Burrito on the Mountain the other day with the teens. Right? That looked impressive. It was like, oh, it's pretty awesome. But that when you leave it there, you leave it there. It's done. <laughs> but think about a family inside. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. That's what makes a home. A home without a family is an abandoned property. It has to be alive. The same with a temple. A temple that's that's not actively being used for communal worship is called a ruin. It's a ruin. They're not being maintained. They, they become weathered and sometimes even scavenged. Archaeologists, they, they dig them up they're dead piles of rocks sometimes it's the life that matters in places of worship
1: a bride is
0: alive man Nathan and Ariel's wedding oh my goodness that was awesome it's alive It's alive I wasn't there when Brian and Tiffany got married the first time but this time at the renewal I was like man this is alive Awesome! Amen. In fact, the image of a bride captures a wife in her most alive moments. One of the best moments of her life is her wedding. But conversely, when a marriage starts to die, it's really sad and it's painful. And so this study isn't about the technical or doctrinal details of the church that's why we can that's why i say hey we we, probably use kingdom and 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 church interchangeably it's not about the technical details it's called kingdom life and it's all about how the church has to be something that's alive just like the scriptures it has to be living and active live in and are a part of as it's a part of us. The kingdom of God on earth, the church, is a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's how we live. And so what, 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 what poses an issue is when we're not together. That poses an issue. And so that's what we're teaching with this study is the lifestyle of the kingdom of God. We're helping people to get a life. A kingdom life. And I totally believe that you can can study this with a friend because you are living in the kingdom. We've all ascribed to the kingdom life. So the biggest thing Is just to share about how great your church is. Mm -hmm. If you believe that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And about how much you've grown because of the church. Mm -hmm. And about how it's not perfect, but you love it anyway. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Because it's God's church. Drew and John, you shared some awesome stuff about moving here and about the church a few midweeks ago. Brothers, this is your study. (laughs) Pick pick this one. (laughs) This is your study. So I have four points this morning. That was just the intro. (laughs) 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 The power, the first point is the power of being there, the magic of showing up, the magic of showing up. And so, you know those raffles or contests that you you can enter and it says that you don't have to be present to win? (laughs) This ain't one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Right? This ain't one of those. The church isn't like that. You have to be present to win in God's church. You have to show up to even be eligible to win in God's church. It's also like getting good grades. It's so much easier easier if you show up to class. Right, teens? Mm Right? Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> what if you don't show up to class? <laughs> you know, I'm not the smartest guy out there, but I remember some courses in college where, I mean, to be honest, I just had to show up. Hmm. Hmm. But this ain't one of those. <laughs> and teens, you can't do that in high school. Can I get an amen? Yep. <laughs> Why are only the parents saying? <laughs> but it's magical, right? Like spirit-filled things happen when we just show up. That's right. When we just show up. When we don't show up or make or make the fellowship a priority. We hinder the Spirit's work. Makes it difficult to build consistency. You can't evangelize when you aren't here. It's harder to do that. Yeah, you can evangelize at home. But then when they come here, what happens? It's harder to evangelize when you're not here. Can't encourage and love each other when you're not here. You can't win for God when you're not here. And so the power is being here. Hebrews 10.23-25 it says, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. For he who promised is faithful and let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. Amen. Not giving up meeting together. Why would he say that? Why would he say not giving up meeting together? Mm-hmm. As if it was a problem. <laughs> because it was a problem it? Right? <laughs> As some are in the habit of doing. But, instead, encourage one another. And all the more, as you see the day approaching. Can you see it? Can you see the day approaching? Yes. Mm-hmm. As the ESV version substitutes says, the "substitute giving up" substitutes giving up with the neglecting. <laughs> Do not. Neglect. That's a pretty powerful word. To neglect meeting with each other. Neglect is always used in such a, a negative connotation. Like when we neglect people. Have you ever felt neglected? What does that feel like? And so when we're not together, we're neglecting each other. We're neglecting family, and I've seen this so many times: people neglecting to meet together. Can't make we can't make everything, and that's okay. But but we have to think: are we neglecting the church? Are we neglecting the Creator's Mm. church? Are we making missing fellowship and meeting with the church a habit? Is it becoming too easy to just not show up? Mm. Sometimes we make it so easy to not show up. Man, when I had COVID and pneumonia all at the same time, it was like pulling nails out of my, my fingernails not to want to be, not to be here.
1: Yeah. I was like, man, how can I make it? If I wear three masks at the same time, but then I won't be able to breathe.
0: I'm <laughs> like, can I be, right? Can I like watch like in the office? And then like, like what, what do I need to do? Stay home. <laughs> yeah, that was the result. Everybody's <laughs> like, man, I want to be here. Yeah. I miss you guys. You're my family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I miss you like that. I wanted to be here. You know? There are people who just get into the habit of not showing up. Part of the pandemic, it was so hard for people to get back in the habit of coming back out to church. There's some places where some places where people are still not coming out to church, some places where a third of their membership don't come out to church. And I wonder if that is going to be the norm for some of the places. Some habits are hard to break. It's so important to show up. But if you have to leave and go somewhere, as much as possible, let people know when you can't make it. Be engaged. This is family. Can you imagine living in a household where your family member just doesn't come home Mm -hmm. without as much as a call? Mm -hmm. You can stress it out. Mm -hmm. The church body is alive. Life and live. Find your part. 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 27. I'm not going to read all of that, but it, it just, it's, it's, it describes so much, right? But in, in, uh, in verse 21, it says, the eye cannot say to the hand, I do not, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. Amen? Amen. You know, each part does its work. What is your role? We should ask ourselves that question, what is your role? Because the church is alive and everyone who joins the church changes, changes it in some way. Each person changes the church. Do you know what your role is? You know, if you don't know your role, then you might be something like an appendix. Not an essential part of the body. You can't get rid of it. Not an essential part of the body, but can eventually flare up and cause problems. Right? Yes, very much so. And I can go off on this illustration, but I won't. Right. <laughs> Don't you want to be a part of the body that makes the body awesome? Yep. Come on. Tom and Ada Makari can tell you their history in the church. They make the body awesome. But they're also less presentable parts, and that's okay. The church makes room for people to people struggle, yeah, right. and they actively get help. Yeah. There will be times when you aren't an awesome bicep, <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. or curly hair. <laughs> <laughs> but you're struggling right there has to be a place for people to struggle and get help in an honoring way this is true for all members of leaders we go through hard times we, we struggle in our faith We struggle with sin. We have a responsibility—not responsibility—not to cut people off right away, but to help them heal as much as possible. Amen. What's your attitude about the body? What's your attitude about the body when you see some part struggling? Are you are you haughty, like, like like arrogantly superior? Do you look down on them? Mm. Are you ready to encourage? To literally give courage? Amen. Mm. That's usually what our less presentable parts need. Right. Mm. When they are fighting for faith. It's mm. good. Are we doing that or are we just looking down on each other? Ooh, Next point life together grow with God Luke 24 13 through 15 Now that some now now that some some day two of them that same day two of them were going to a village called Emmaus about 7 miles from Jerusalem They were talking with each other about everything that had happened as they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them. So awesome. On the day that Jesus rose from the dead, he took a walk with two struggling, no-name disciples. you know we practice discipleship the same way. Discipling is walking with Jesus together. Mm. Yeah. It's good. Jesus drew near to them and he walked with them. And it is up to us to do life together. Mm. Again, so if not if we're not together, if we're not living Together, alive together, we can't do this together. Walking together as Jesus did, drawing near together. We do that in family groups, we do it during church, we do it as parts of life. You get what you put into this, man. We set up fellowship times, events, discipling. Yeah. I try to offer resources. But ultimately, you will get what you put into it. Mm-hmm. We have media, newsletters, website, an app coming out. We have all these things, but again, you get what you put into it. Right. We have group me as a communication method. Where you get what you put into it. Lots of marriage help. Parenting help. Great friendships. Or not much. Spiritual growth is the goal. Can you think of something you've learned recently or a character change you've made because of your involvement in family group or discipling? If not, then you may need to give more to your group or get into a relationship that will challenge and encourage you. Fight for that. Fight for your family. Fight for relationships. And don't wait for relationships to come to you. Mm. Go after it. Mm. I know many of us in here that are very successful. And if you want something, you go after it. Mm. Why not relationships as well? life stage. The kingdom comes to meet us. You know, in 1 Corinthians 7, I won't read it, but in 1 Corinthians 7, Paul addresses different stages of life. Right? Where he talks about, he says, to the unmarried and widows. He says, to the married. And he says, to the rest. And Paul gives advice based on life stage. And some of it is certainly cultural and for their time. But what we should take from this is that the kingdom isn't one size fits all. The kingdom has benefits for people in every life stage. That's right. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has benefits for every life stage. Amen. Married or married with children, you got lots of help and encouragement available. Actively seek help. I don't think it's in our nature to get married, marriage help. It's not in our nature. But you gotta make it so and go get it. Share the kingdom through relationships and activities. I think as marriage, we don't get out enough. We gotta get out there, man. We have kids, but yes, figure it out. Get out there, have a good time together, share ideas. Young Adults Ministry, be joyfully single. Stop being down on yourself and feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm single, I can't believe it. Be joyfully single. Feel honored in your singlehood.
1: And then get lots of help
0: to find godly relationships. Amen. And same goes for you. Be adventurous. Do stuff. Get creative. Teens. Learn to be an awesome team. Get set up for an excellent life. Have adventures that you can tell stories about. Many of you read books about adventures. Go have some adventures. Just don't get in trouble. (laughs) you have such an advantage to have kingdom parents living a kingdom life seniors you have a community to combat loneliness and serve one another and the church and more than any of us seniors more than any of us you have And we can only dream of. Amen. church and it's just, it just feels kind of dead. Other times it feels alive. You know what? You know what I've found over the years? Church is indeed alive. It's just that I don't always come fully alive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's good. Just being honest. But it is always alive. How about you? When we come to church and when we study kingdom life with our friends, we're inviting them to God's plan to change the whole world. Mm. This church is a group of people in Huntsville that are committed to approaching life differently. We need to ask God for the kingdom come. For so many people, Jesus was a good teacher who died, like Buddha or Muhammad. Mm -hmm. But that's not what we we, believe, is it? Right. We believe that Jesus is still alive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But how do you prove that? How can we know? Well, church is the body of Christ. So I guess, if the church is the body of Christ, we are proof. You are proof. If your church experience is lifeless, then what does that say about our Savior? If your part of the body is dead, then how does that reflect on the head of the body, Jesus Christ? Brothers and sisters, Jesus is alive. Amen. Amen. Jesus is alive. Amen. The church is alive. Let's live fully as members of it. And to God be the glory. Amen. Amen. Amen.